This is Financial Facts and Tax with Ron and Barbara from American Financial Security and American Financial Investments, a registered investment advisor. With the variety and sheer number of investment choices available and the new tax laws phasing into effect, are you financially prepared for retirement and saving in taxes the way you want to be? For many years, Ron and Barbara have been an integrated financial and tax preparation and planning firm, providing their clients not only with ways to make money, but also to keep more of it. Listen in as they discuss common financial questions and concerns and provide the facts on the new tax laws going into effect for individuals and businesses. And now, here are Ron and Barbara to help you find out how to move towards a more informed and confident financial future. And hello, Arizona, to another show of Financial Facts and Tax with Ron and Barbara. How are you, Ron? I am doing very well. Excited to be on the show today with each and every one of you. Good. We feel like we have some really good information prepared for today's show. Do you know today's show, Ron, is actually called Your Financial Pyramid. For those of us out in the audience out there who've ever been to one of the pyramids, whether it's a Mayan pyramid, the Great Pyramid of Egypt, or uh, in Machu Picchu, name a pyramid. One of the things people always say about it is, I don't know how they built it. I wonder how long it took. They are, they are just stunning, incredible uh, creations that you're right. You, you stand back and think, wow, how did they... How did they do that? And they must have had a purpose. You know, some of the pyramids, we don't even know exactly what the purpose was. But from afar and close up, we can look and say, amazing engineering, amazing integration of materials and labor in a way that many of us can't even figure it out. And of course, they're still here. So clearly they were designed to uh, withstood thousands of years of of weathers and storms and battles and everything that human experience can throw its way. And nature. And nature. So we like to look at someone's retirement planning much in the same way. It's built upon years of our own habits individually, of earning and saving and spending. And that's how we build our own financial pyramids or our retirement plans, right? It, it is. And I, I really like the analogy because really for all of our working years, saving here, saving there, putting money away, uh, contributing to Social Security. I had a really delightful discussion yesterday with the younger um, uh, client about, hey, just don't even think when you get that paycheck about that money that's going into that Social Security account. Because your employer is also matching an equal amount and also your 401k. Mm-hmm. When you contribute to that 401k, hopefully the employer is matching up to 3 or 6%. Make sure that you do that. That way you have from each and every paycheck four different people contributing to your financial future. 
Mm-hmm. We like the analogy. So over many, many years, we're building this financial, uh, these financial pillars, this big pyramid, so to speak, based on today's show, that will sustain you when you can't work, uh, don't want to work. But you're actually retired and you need money to live. We all do. Mm-hmm. That all of a sudden I have a source and many different sources to pull income from when I'm not working. And the concept that we've talked about many, many times that there are a lot of different investments out there more all the time. Uh, they all have specific purposes. They're useful for different kinds of things. And no one investment is ever perfect for everybody, every day, for all time. That is so true. So let's just take a subset then and say, you know, today we're living in a current environment where our retirees have a situation where they can have some, maybe a little bit higher than what we've experienced just in the recent past of volatility or if they don't like volatility, they can take their money out and put it into a safe investment, but probably a low interest paying investment. True. And that's kind of where some of our retirees are. How do what, you talk with them about that situation, Ron? Yeah, it's very interesting. And the fact that when we're building this pyramid, this financial pyramid, so to speak, what we're first looking at is income needs. Because mm-hmm. Everyone needs income when they're retired. So what we're looking at is all these different sources that make up their income or can make up income. Mm -hmm. The next thing we try to look at is how are we going to allocate all those different sources into different investments? Um, Maybe some of them are already Social Security. We can't change it. It's already allocated to Social Security benefits. Mm -hmm. The same with the pension. When we get into their other nest eggs, how do we allocate those? What investments do we put them into that will create um, what we're trying to achieve? Either more income, a steady flow of income, maybe some big purchases. Maybe a planning for an income stream to kick in when another known one ends. Yes. Mm-hmm. So we're looking at, okay, how do we ask allocate all of these assets. What are the right investments for me? You touched on it that there's no right investment for anyone, but or everyone. We, or everyone. The same shoe as you like to say doesn't fit every person mm-hmm. or the style. Okay. The last thing that we try to take a look at and part of our company is how does taxation of all of that income and money all come into play? So We are doing what the government requires of us, but not a penny more. Right. And you know, when we start talking with people, Ron, one of the concepts we introduce very early into the discussion, because it's fun, it's easy to understand, and it carries forward throughout all of the discussions we'll have with people, is the concept that we use called the color of your money. Can you say a little bit about how we go about introducing people to what do we mean when we say color of money? And okay, if I get that, how does that tie to my investments? So there's a, there's a lot of volatility in the market this year. 
mm-hmm. 2000 or in this 18. year mm-hmm. and in 2018, but 2019 or 17 was not very volatile. Right. Uh, but the market was doing exceptionally well. We called that a home run year. Mm-hmm. 2018, not so much. Uh, um, so what we try to look at is what level of risk should people have their buckets of money in? Mm-hmm. Well, again, there's no easy answer. So what we do is we try to understand what their comfort levels are. So we we have an amazing tool. It's an 11-question survey. Mm-hmm. It's multiple-choice questions. And there's no right or wrong answers, but what it does is depending on, we ask people to take that with an open mind that this is 100% how they feel about their assets and how they want and risk. Mm-hmm. Once they take that risk assessment, we call it a color of money risk analysis or a COMRA, uh-huh. the acronym for it then it gives us a score. And then what we try to do is take a look at their financial assets and make sure that they are allocated based on their level of risk. That's how we sort through the hundreds of thousands of different types of investments to find the ones that are most compatible with where someone's level of comfort is. And what they have as assets to begin with. And we're going to jump more into this when we come back from a break. Okay. Do you feel like you need help navigating your retirement? Retirement can be scary, but it doesn't have to be. With our Retirement Income Toolkit, you can get the information you need to help secure your retirement. This toolkit provides valuable information on income planning, asset allocation, tax planning, legacy planning, and more. Receive your retirement toolkit from American Financial Investments by visiting AmericanFinancialSecurity.net or calling us at 928-771-8368. So welcome back to Financial Facts and Tax with Ron and Barbara. We are having a discussion about the level of risk that's out in the marketplace and the different types of investments that may or may not be comfortable for different people because of the level of risk of what that's invested in. Mm-hmm. So we we use a color coding system to identify different types of assets. We find that people really like um, using colors because it helps them visualize. Yes. So let's start with green. Mm-hmm. A lot of people say, hey, I, I want this bucket of money to be very, very safe. I'm okay with a little bit of growth with this money because I don't want to lose any of it. We use the color green to identify with really safe investments. And guarantees. And we always say that green money has a known bottom. It can never be worth less than you start with. The upside unless potential, you pull money out. unless you pull money out, obviously, uh, you have upside, but probably not as much upside as in a red market investment, which has potentially more upside and certainly the companion obligatory downside. Yeah, um, and so, so green might be 
something that doesn't pay very well, your checking accounts, your savings accounts, a CD, could also include all the way up to Social Security. And so, once you've started and, Social Security, and, and that pension. is going to keep coming. Pension, yeah. once you've triggered that, assuming that your company is well managed, uh, your pension income, once you start it, will continue for the terms of which it has been described. So if someone says, hey, I want X amount of money to be out of my portfolio or my net worth to be very, very safe, we think of those assets and no matter and the different types of investments that can fit that green money, the guarantees as you talk about, Barbara. Right. The next level of assets are the ones that we call red money. Mm-hmm. Red money assets are the money that we that have no guarantees. Right. It has really powerful upside potential. You could make a lot of money. When things go up, sometimes assets and some investments can also equally go down or even more or potentially lose everything. So we need to make sure that people, and typically some types of red assets don't have any kind of uh, professional management um, where someone is really watching it. So sometimes people have red money assets and sometimes they want out of those Mm -hmm. like a single stock or some investments that have no liquidity. Right. And we try to do what we can to help manage those kind of assets. Then the last color that we use is the color yellow. And many people in their portfolios like a 401k, for example, or a brokerage account are relying upon and they like the fact that they invest in all these companies and they're looking for the long-term upside potential as all of these companies um, have growth and pay dividends. And wow, we keep seeing this company grow in other countries, for example. Wow, I want some of that. I want to own some of the ownership of this company. We call those stocks, and a lot of those companies over time have fueled some really amazing growth for people's 401ks or their IRAs or their brokerage accounts. But we use the color yellow because typically you will have more success unless you are really trained to watch those assets. You want professional oversight and management of those assets, with a firm like ours that gives detail to watching that closely. Mm-hmm. Now, the next level that we try to do is to make sure that people have an understanding that, like within our firm, if you have money in the market and we're watching that, we also have another level that we can assign to that. And we call it wealth watch. Mm-hmm. What that is is a trigger point within our um, software systems that says, okay, if the market goes down by 5% and that's your threshold or 7% or 10. Or I've earned 10% or I've earned on 10, this. That what's going to happen is once it reaches the threshold of earnings or possible loss, that you are going to get a text, you are going to get an email. But me as the advisor and our advisory team is also going to get that alert and we're going to talk. 
mm-hmm. and just make sure that you are still allocated to your comfort level and that your overall plan is still in place. Right. So it wouldn't be an automatic buy sale on something we don't know about. We don't do that. But the Wealth Watch allows you to put some uh, up and down ranges that meet your comfort level uh, as an investor and that will trigger a conversation. What's behind this recent dip? What's behind this super spike? And are we staying the path? Or has something else changed that maybe we want to veer direction a little bit? So as as we build these financial plans and really put in place some really long-term um, goals, mm-hmm. okay? And strategies. How much risk? How much safety? Um, how much of this investment is the right blend? How much of this other type of investment is the right blend? Mm-hmm. Getting the right blend for you and your comfort levels is very, very important. And then, of course, over time, we need to massage those plans to make sure that they are still in line with where you are. Right. And life is not static. There's a lot of changes in life, as we all know. Right. Things happen. Our health changes. Kids needs. We have a change in our lifestyle. We now don't want to live here. We want to live close to where the kids are. What is the taxability of that state versus the state you're in? Mm-hmm. What is the cost of homes and long-term care in that new place versus where you're at? So a lot of things change. All of a sudden, a spouse gets really sick or a spouse passes away. That changes the plan. Right. Well, we We like to be there at all those different stages to help people figure out, okay, how do I allocate my assets to create the income now that this big life event has changed in my life? So is there really a hard and fast rule, Ron, that that we always use to determine the quote-unquote right amount of risk for anyone? Well, it's amazing you bring that up because... Um, the first answer is no, there's not a hard and fast rule. Um, generally from a generality standpoint, we can say, okay, if someone is, uh, 60 years old, we use what we call a rule of 100. If they're 60, then generally we're thinking that no more than 40% of their assets should be in risk investments. 60% should be in safe investments. But really, depending on that individual and their comfort levels, really depends on how we're going to blend that portfolio and those investments. Recently, recently, I had pretty long discussions with two millennials. Mm -hmm. These are individuals that are mid-30s. And both of them, I mean, we are so proud. Both of them are contributing to, to retirement their, to their mm-hmm. to their uh, employer's retirement plan, a four hundred one k plan, and they're getting the matching free money from that employer or those employers. Mm-hmm. But in talking to both of them, they said, "Oh, I'm I'm not in stocks right now because I don't want that risk." Well. 
Sometimes that rule of 100 doesn't always match the age group. Typically, a younger person should be in more stocks for the long run. A little more receptive uh, to the risk because they have a longer time growth. period for compounding long-term and the nuance potential. of the market to work itself out. But mm-hmm. the bottom line is, is um, there's no easy answer. A lot of these financial plans and retirement programs, 401ks, simples, um, TSPs for people that are in government type type jobs, mm-hmm. they have what they call these target date funds. Right. Retirement target dates. So if it says, hey, I plan to retire in 2045, what that means is that that target date fund is going to be really heavy in stocks, very few bonds. Mm-hmm. Well, for the long term, for, for the long term. But if someone says, okay, I'm in that, but then during volatile times, they see that they've lost some and it just gives them some panic, that might not be the best allocation for them. So we just want to make sure that they're allocated to where their comfort levels are. Well, you know, Barbara, one of the things that we've been talking about is how do we organize someone's assets? Why don't you help walk them through? Um, We have a process where someone finds some interest in our company. Mm-hmm. Or they're referred to us. We we grow by a lot of referrals. Um, or someone calls us and says, hey, I've been listening to your radio show or your podcast. I really would like to come and see the two of you. Mm-hmm. Describe our uh, strategy session or sessions. Sure. Because we have multiple sessions and, you know, sometimes that gift of gab that some people have kicks in and You know, really, when we sit down with someone, um, because timing and urgency, (coughs) excuse me, is going to be driven by you, not us. Very few things are urgent in our book. You may have some urgency. You may have some timelines in which you need to make some decisions, but we're probably not going to push you on timeline, uh, except to make you aware of some deadlines. So when we get together... Uh, it's usually you and I, Ron, sitting down with um, somebody that we're just meeting or a couple. And the first part of that is a great deal of tell us about yourself. You know, where have you been? Where did you come from? What do you do? What do you like to do? How do you spend your time? Tell us about your health. Tell us about your family. Tell us about your life. And we're really just kind of in the data gathering because it allows us to meet people at a very personal level. Uh, First of all, we care. And we need to know what your hopes and dreams are. We need to understand uh, your history, you know, where you've worked, what you've saved, how you've traveled, what your hopes are for the future. So we're doing gathering and we're doing, you know, some meeting. Many times in that first time, we will actually start to discover what the different investments are that you have been participating in and accumulating along the line. So we're doing some harvesting and data gathering too, because going back to what you said, Ron, most people who come in to visit with us have already taken our color of money risk analysis. So it gives us some insight into what you've told us some of your risk tolerance is, whether you realize it or not. And then we start to look at 
how are you gathering money? Because one of the things that people spend a lot of time on, I think you would agree with this, is accumulating some assets. You know, we work, we save, we throw some money over into this pot of savings. We work, we save, we put some more over there. But we don't always have an opportunity to think a lot about what we're invested in, what our current pots of money are doing. And so that's a, in the first strategy session, a time for us to visit with that. You know, uh, what's interesting is we go through this process and people bring these big stacks of, or minor stacks, they bring everything they have. Mm-hmm. And we're, we're going through each one of the investments that they have accumulated. Mm-hmm. And there's different types of people. Some know every single investment of what it does and how it works. And, and in some cases why they have it, mm-hmm. other people don't, right. they just know that they're disenchanted with, they haven't had advisory on these investments for some time or they have, but they just don't understand them mm-hmm. and why they have them or why this advisor or person why they even acquired that asset in the first place. What we're doing is just trying to understand in the general plan why and what they have. Right. Once we figure out what they have and we're able to go and do some very thorough analysis on their their investments, Mm -hmm. we're looking at at annuities to see... um, if they're designed to do what they want them to do. We're Mm -hmm. looking at brokerage statements to see what stocks, which mutual funds um, are within that. We're looking at bond purchases over time to see, you know, what, what level of uh, rating those, those bonds have. We're looking at the entire picture to understand if it makes sense based on their risk assessment of why they're in those particular investments in the first place. Right. So we're gathering, then Mm -hmm. we go away and do some analysis. And then when they come back for the second or the third strategy session, now we're really triggering on that visual um, asset map is what we call it. But it's a way then that we can compare using the colors of red, yellow, green and say, Here is how the mix of your investments is reflected by color. And right next to it is, here is how you told us you want or believe you are wanting to be comfortably allocated. And that's really a fun conversation that we have with people. Sometimes they really are well aligned. Sometimes they go, holy cow, how is that? Um, And we go back to what's changed. And then we move forward. Um, So our complimentary strategy sessions are really that. They are detailed explorations into the habits, the investments, the psyches, and the dreams and goals. May I remind our our listening audience out there that there's three stages of retirement. And then we're going to close this show. Hmm. One is... I need money to be able to go do all the things that me and my wife or me and my spouse, me and my partner want to do because we have the energy. We're in our mid sixties. Right after retirement. And we want to go, go. 
We yep. want to travel. We want to see it's the all world. All the things we stored up we that wanna, we didn't have time to we do. We want to hike. While we want to we swim. Working. We want to scuba mm-hmm. dive. All the things we want to do. Yep. Okay. Because for a lot of people, the next phase is go slow. I still have the desire, but man, that body is moving slower. Mm-hmm. Okay. Maybe you don't use as much income during that phase. And then the last phase is no go. Either the body is given out, hopefully the money hasn't given out right? because you can't go because I don't have any more money. Well, with the proper plan, we're looking at all of those possible stages with the goal that your money lasts as long as you do. Exactly. So we're... Ron and Barbara, our company, American Financial Investments and American American Financial Security. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to Financial Facts and Tax with Ron and Barbara. Give your financial future a jumpstart and call this week for your complimentary strategy session. Call 928-771-8368 or visit their website at afspresscott.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services offered through American Financial Investments, a registered investment advisor in the state of Arizona. Insurance products and tax services are offered through American Financial Security. American Financial Investments and American Financial Security are affiliated companies. American Financial Investments, American Financial Security, Ron Stevenson, Barbara Clark Stevenson are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government entity.